Hello and welcome to the Icons of Relocation. My name is Simon Johnston. I'm the CEO of Icon Relocation, one of the largest relocation companies specialising in destination services, home search, moving, etc. within the UK. Now, why are we doing this podcast? To really explore the value of relocation and actually speak to some of the leading figures in this industry. And today, I'm delighted to be joined by an outstanding individual, a friend, but also a key person in the industry, Lambert Epic. How are you, Lambert? Great to see you. Very pleased to be doing oh, this. It's honoured to be on your podcast. Well, thank you. It's a pleasure to have you here. Uh, now, before we actually get into things, it'd just be interesting to know a little bit about yourself. Uh, now, most people know you in some category, but how come you're here? How come you're talking about relocation? Could you explain that journey for us? I've been a politician. I was a member of parliament. I've been on TV a lot. But what people don't know is I used to work in Procter & Gamble in the human resources department. Mm -hmm. So I was on the other side of relocation. I needed to relocate people and hundreds of them every year. So I didn't realize then that 20 years later, I'd be sitting with you now, but that would be as much as a qualification as I've got. And then of course, being very interested in business, uh, I was in the select committee for business affairs in parliament and I could see the importance of relocation again, mm. but it's really been in the last few years. And I have to say, since having met you, I realized that this is in a way the lubricant for, making Britain the go-to inward investment place for the world. And so having realised that, I suppose I got drawn into trying to do something about the avoidable limitations that put people off coming here. Mm. I have to say, I totally agree with you. I think relocation is massively underrated and under-talked about. So let's explore that for a second. So when we talk about relocation from a political perspective, um, what's the narrative there? Do, do they know who we are? Do they understand what the value of the relocation industry is? No and no is mm, the simple answer. Yeah. So what can we do about that? What's the... Uh... Well, first of all, we need to define ourselves in a way that makes sense to politicians. And the first question you asked me that they couldn't answer is, what is relocation? It's very mm -hmm. simple, really. What relocation and the sector is all about is getting the right people to do the right jobs in the UK. It's, it's a clearly uh, inward investment focused thing as far as the government's concerned. They're less concerned about making it easy for people to move away from the UK, but they certainly want people to come in here. Mm. And they've never really thought about it, even though every single member of parliament that doesn't represent London has to relocate, has to have some kind of an abode in London. And we know that's been a pretty big deal uh, in terms of expenses and so on, but that's really a relocation matter. In terms of the second point you're asking, what does it take to get politicians to understand this is to sell the benefit to talk about the numbers and then to give them a sense that there's something they can do about it. Which is a perfect leader for the next question. So you're currently working with the ARP and obviously I'm the chair of the ARP as well, but what do we want them to do? Um, so it's great to get their recognition, then what? What we want them to do is work with the ARP, the Association of Relocation Professionals, mm. to, to make Britain an easy place to choose in the post-Brexit environment. Now, we don't need to get into the ins and outs of Brexit. It's here, it's not going to change anytime soon. So we have to acknowledge the context in which we're working. And the sentence that I would give to the prime minister and to the business ministers is this, all you have to do is work with the sector and we'll do the rest for a minimal amount of money, but you can save the relocation industry and therefore all the companies that the relocation industry supports 
literally millions of pounds a year and millions of hours a year just by creating a proportionate visa system, for example, and by not having what feels, even in the business sector, sometimes like a hostile environment that puts high value people who will make high value contributions to our society uh, off coming into this country. So let's explore that for a second, because I think that's a really key issue. So we're talking about visas coming in. So you're saying it's hostile. Could you explore that a bit more and explain what you mean by that? There are a number of different strands the ARP is working on, but let, let's look at the visa one. It's a really good example of what can be changed for no real cost to anybody. The country has to defend its borders, and that was one of the big issues actually in the Brexit debate. And this government, and I think subsequent governments, will have to look like they are doing that. Look at the number of times the newspapers complain about the fact that anyone can get in, or that in some cases the right people can't get in. What's the solution? It's to have a proportionate system of visa application and approval, which recognises there's always going to be some risk when you let people in. But if someone's coming in to do a high paid job in a reputable international company, they're probably not coming here for the benefits. Again, this is an interesting conversation, isn't it? Because we're talking about top talent. We're talking about some of the highest skilled, most sought after individuals coming here to the UK to provide the skills and the services to actually help the UK economy. So surely this must be a high profile issue. Government must be looking at this and actually thinking these are people we want to attract. But from what you're saying is they're probably not thinking about this at all. They're only thinking about half of it, Simon. They are thinking about the part which sounds good on television and at CBI conferences. We want to be the go-to destination for international trade, but they don't add up the dots to recognize, therefore we have to be a go-to destination that international trade recognizes as such. And that's why this visa thing is so challenging because the Home Office never gets thanked for letting people in who shouldn't be here. And every politician is vulnerable to being accused of not doing enough to protect our borders. And uh, there's a slightly less comfortable side to that political debate as well. But the other part of this is to say, what is reasonable? How long should you wait to get a visa? Should this be the purvey of the really big companies who can afford to throw money at it? Or should SMEs also, and very small companies, also be able to say, I need this cook because it's the only person who can do a brilliant uh, Chateaubriand, and I'm not going to put 10 grand into the visa, but I need this person, and that person will bring 10 grand into my business. That's what the ARP is working on. That's what I'm working on. And I think we can do it, Simon, because mm. the truth is politicians don't mean to do a bad job and officers don't mean to be over timid when they get good arguments in favour of changing things. And I think the ARP's got all those arguments. OK, so let's um, look at a bit um, differently. So let's just hope somebody within Parliament is listening to this and watching this. Uh, what are the challenges that we want to put in front of them and what can they do in a short term, to, uh, perhaps in the long term, to actually help explore some of these problems and help the UK? In the short term, they need to work with the experts, and the experts are the sector, and the ARP is the obvious go-to destination for that. What does that look like? It looks like a working group. It looks like getting good minds from across the competitive sector to work together and put the case in a way which is deliverable. There's no point in asking for something which cannot be achieved, but a lot can be achieved with fairly simple changes. There have been quite a few changes actually to the visa system. So the governments aren't, successive governments aren't in principle opposed to changing the system. Mm. But if they haven't been working 
for years or decades in the system, they can't be blamed for not really knowing what to do. So the first thing is the sector needs to know what it wants. And we're working on that actually with the working party. The second thing is that working party needs permission to engage with the right people, really officers who advise the ministers. And then the third thing is the minister has to sign off on it. It's really that simple. Uh, they'll ask questions like how much will it cost the government? Pretty much nothing. Mm -hmm. uh, how much will it gain for the government? Millions a year. And thirdly, how long will it take? A few months. This can all be done this year in 2022. Okay, fantastic. So it sounds like we've got quite a few interesting months ahead here. So maybe it's an idea if we come back to this in a couple of months time and see where we are and see what the problems are and see how we can explore this and see if we can make a real difference. Because allow me for a moment to say this, I think the relocation industry is one of the most amazing industries there is, but it has a very low profile. We make a massive difference to the economy. So if you can actually help us, but more importantly, collectively help our clients to bring that top tenant in and really make an amazing environment here, we're on a, a journey that benefits everybody. So thank you very much, Lambert. Uh, let's um, park it there, but I would love to come back and discuss in a bit more detail, uh, especially after I know some interesting meetings coming up. So perhaps post that, we can actually explore what actually happens and where we can go next. So it'd be my pleasure. I'm, I'm loving the journey and I hope that we can get the government to love it too. Then, but your pleasure to be with. Thank you very much. Thank you.